Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, I'm back. It's Micaela. And as you know, season two wrapped up last month. Girl, it was time for me to take a break, step back, and really allow myself to be poured into and reflect on where did I want the next season of the Fearless Mujer podcast to go to? So check it out. This season, we are talking about stepping into your authority. Why? Because, Muhad, it's time to step into your authority. Now, there's a whole bunch of definitions for authority, but let me just say my favorite, the one that really stood out to me that was like so, so deep. Yes, I never thought that a definition could be so deep, but I'm a words person, as you know. And this one said the confident quality of someone who knows a lot about something or who is respected or obeyed by other people. Now, when I think of authority, I think of a mujer who really has accepted all the things in her life and now is able to show up as the expert of her life. No matter what other people have said about, hey, that bad season in your life, the mistakes that you've made, you are the expert of your life and you carry a lot of influence within you. Even if you've made mistakes, even if you've gone through hell and back. So this season, girl, it's going to be good. Why? Because this season, we're talking about forgiveness, letting go, getting rid of that residue from old wounds, past mistakes, past pain, not showing up as, you know, a victim or a wounded girl. Yeah, it's going to get real. And guess what? I'm hoping and praying that on this season, there are mujeres who share their time with us, who will bring you some inspiration and really share with you how they stepped into their authority. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm praying that season three really begins to help you dig deeper so that you can step into your authority, but more importantly, step into the woman that you were created to be. Hey, God bless you. Enjoy this episode. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Welcome back to a new episode of the Fearless Mujer. Hey, I am so excited. This is season three of the Fearless Mujer podcast. Oh my goodness. Like it is so crazy to even think that this is season three. So as you all know, if you're following me on social media and Instagram, mostly 
I announced about a month ago that I was going to be launching season three. Season two had wrapped up. And let me just say, it was such a powerful season seeing so many powerhouse women, if you will, women who were so inspiring, who were so bold, fearless, truly fearless, show up and just share their time with me. Let me just say that I never take it lightly when a mujer connects with me or shares her time with me, right? Like I say, they share a virtual cup of cafecito with me. And so it was an amazing season. And I had to take a break. Why? Because when you're constantly pouring out and pouring out, you have to step back. You have to allow yourself to realign, to really reflect, and to, for me, because I am a woman of faith, to pray about what's the next direction of of what I'm doing here, right? Of this beautiful podcast that is not just a podcast, but it is also a sisterhood and a community. So this is the first episode of season three. And season three is all about, Muhad, it's time to step into your authority. So let me just say Thank you to each mujer who listened to some of the older episodes. Like I had some women say, I just wrapped up season one. I can't wait to finish season two. I want to catch up so I can listen to season three from the beginning. So thank you for being patient. Thank you for just being in communication with me. Honestly, it was a little bit weird not, you know, releasing episodes, but it was also really good to just, you know, reset and reflect because, I am a mom. I'm a wife. I wear a lot of different hats. I'm a business owner. And I need that time to just kind of draw back to really reflect, to analyze so that I can pour out, right? So welcome to season three of the Fearless Muhead podcast. Now, before I go any further, let me just let you know that on Friday, April 1st at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, it is our next Cafecito and Amigas night. I tried to squeeze it in this month, but it didn't work out like that. So it's not April Fool's from me, okay? It is April 1st, technically April Fool's Day. But we are having, for sure, Cafecito and Amigas Night. So if you've never been to one, girl, you just show up, bring your cafecito. Last time we had a brunch tonight, I mix. I mean tonight, <laughs> I'm mixing it up uh, for this evening because I know a lot of you work a lot, you know, your moms, you're juggling. And so I want to give everyone a chance to show up if they can on a Friday. And if you can, it's all good. You know, there will be another one. So what do we do on cafecito night? Look, I'm not trying to hype it up, but I've been told that it's pretty amazing. It's inspiring. A lot of mujeres leave just feeling refreshed, just feeling connected, just feeling like, man, this is my tribe. This is, these are the women I need to be around. Why? Because, you know, a lot of times we have not had a good relationship with our sister, maybe, or maybe we've been rejected by others. You know, we, not all of us have had really good relationships with other females. Like, let's be honest. So, it's so important that we still have that support. Why? Because there's so much that happens behind the scenes. There's so many things that we go through as mujeres, right? Some of you guys are like, have these really 
I don't know, these jobs where you have a lot of responsibilities, right? Maybe you're a general manager. Maybe just like me, you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, a coach. Maybe you are a teacher, whatever it is for you, right? Maybe you're a mom who's just raising her kids, but whatever it is, we all have a lot of stuff that's going on. And so we need that support system. And a lot of times when we've gone through things, it is so hard to really trust again. And so it's so important to know and for us to understand that everybody's not going to hurt us. There are actually good mujeres out there who want to lift you up and pour into you. And it is such a powerful thing because truly together we're stronger. Like there's so much going on. We need a safe place. So hope to see you there. Just come as you are. Come in your pajamas. It's all good. If you don't drink coffee, it's all good too. Bring your tea or whatever it is that you drink. But the link to register is rebrand.ly forward slash cafecito night, the number four dash the number one. So rebrand.ly forward slash cafecito night, capital letters for one. And you'll see the link in the show notes. So you can just click on it and go register. Why do I have you guys register? So I can send you the Zoom link, of course. And then there's also a giveaway. So one lucky mujer wins a prize for this evening. Uh, we are going to be doing a goal setting session. So one one winner is going to win a goal setting session with me so we can get some clarity on your goals, where you're going, what you want to achieve, and why you want to achieve those things. So I am so excited about that. Now, why are we going to talk about authority for season three? What is it about this theme? You know, as I have been reflecting on the past, you know, couple of weeks, but also the past season of the Fearless Mujer podcast, I've really been thinking about, man, it is so powerful when a mujer steps into her authority. And it is so powerful when she finally really finds her voice. So what does it really mean to step into your authority? What does that even mean? When I look up the word authority, I find a lot of different definitions, okay? Like, I mean, from politics, from leadership, so many different definitions. But when I really think of authority and what it means to me, I think about influence and the different ways that you influence others. And so I found a definition that really, really stood out to me. And it said the confident quality of someone who knows a lot about something or who is respected or obeyed by other people. So when I read that, I was like, hold on a second, (laughs) right? That is so deep. Because When you think of a quality, it's like something that a person has, right? So it's like seeing the confident quality of someone, of a person who knows a lot about something or who is respected or obeyed by other people. And so when I think of a mujer stepping into her authority, I really picture a mujer who possibly has been through a lot of stuff. Maybe she's had a lot of setbacks. Maybe she's had to really begin to see herself as who she truly is, to confront those things about herself, to figure out like, how do I grow? How do I really step into the more 
it's that mujer who really begins to get real with herself. And because she's gotten so real with herself, she now has tapped into the ability to influence other people. And because of that, she's not only respected, but she's inspiring other people. And that's pretty powerful. So when I am talking this season about stepping into your authority, girl, it's time to step into your authority. It's time for you to find that confident quality that you already have to dig into that. And here's the thing, okay? Reading this definition really hit me, okay? Because it says the confident quality of someone who knows a lot about something. That sounds great, right? That could mean someone who's educated. I mean, it it could mean a lot of things. But when I think of it, Here's what I think of. Not only has this mujer had setbacks, not only has she had to really, man, overcome a lot of hard things, but because of what she's gone through, she also knows a lot about hard things. She also knows a lot about her life. She is the expert of her life. And so, For those of you that don't know, there is a book coming out in a few months. I'm hoping, praying. Um, If you don't know, my book got picked up by a publishing company. So it is in the works. Oh my goodness, I'm excited. I just saw the book cover. Girl, it's taking everything in me to not share it yet. But listen, there is a chapter in there where I talk about stepping into your authority. And one of the things that happens when, and here, I'm going to get really passionate for a sec. Why? Because I'm a Latina, but also because (laughs) this is just a topic that, oh my goodness. How come because we've gone through things, how come because people have taken advantage of us, maybe abused us, sexually abused us, whatever it is, how come because we've gone through hard things, We have to be the ones to carry shame. How come because someone sexually abused you or physically abused you or you were in a domestic violence relationship or because someone cheated on you, how come you have to be the one to carry that shame? The shame that was never yours to begin with. How come when we make mistakes, people still want to label us by our mistakes? How come we allow others to define us? And you know what happens when we've gone through really, really hard things, traumatic things, you know, maybe we're even embarrassed of where we come from. I'm just saying, right, I'm not projecting this onto anyone. I'm just speaking in general. But listen, how come we tend to hide? We tend to hide and not want to confront the pain. We tend to hide from, uh, okay, yeah, that person cheated on me, abused me. I was sexually abused, whatever it is. We tend to hide from what happened to us when maybe it wasn't even our fault. And because of that, because of even the mistakes that we've made, maybe we've made mistakes. Who hasn't? Let's be honest. We tend to hide. So what happens is that we no longer have a voice to express ourselves. We no longer have the freedom to really be who we are because we're too distracted hiding. And so this season, we're going to uncover all the things that hinder us from really not stepping fully into 
the person we were created to be. And it's not to be mean and it's not because I'm here to like, you know, um, push you and, and like criticize you because that's not me. I'm not here to judge you, right? I'm simply here asking you the question. Are you ready to stop hiding? Are you ready to step into your authority? Because here's what happens when you step into your authority as a mujer. You become the expert of your life. You become the expert of the hard things you've been through. You become the expert of your mistakes because mistakes are a teacher. They taught you something, right? And so when you become the expert of your life, then it really doesn't matter what people say or think or want to say about a bad season in your life. Why? Because they are not the expert of your life. Therefore, they don't have authority over your life or over what mistakes you made or over what happened. And guess what else? The people that abused you, they also don't have authority over you because the shame that you might still feel, that residue of the shame, isn't even yours. What do I mean by that residue? Residue is something that's left over. Think about like when a glass breaks and you sweep it. If you have a cheap room like I do, all the glass doesn't come off. There's like, (laughs) guys, sometimes I'm a little cheap. I'm gonna be real, okay? But listen, you sweep it and there's little like specks of the glass. You can still see it. And you know that you gotta sweep that up because if you don't, it's gonna get stuck in your foot. In your foot. (laughs) I can't talk today. So there's residue of what was broken. And you know what? Sometimes there's still residue inside of us of what was broken inside of us. And so stepping into your authority is really sweeping up that residue and finally throwing it in the trash. So you can fully step up and step into the mujer that you were created to be. So you can fully step into your authority. That sounds great, right? I mean, you're probably listening. You're like, yeah, that sounds great. But how do I do it? How do I do it? You're not going to like what I have to say. Why? Because I'm going to keep it real, okay? If you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I don't sugarcoat anything. That's not my style. I like to talk freely. I like to be myself. Even if you don't agree with me, hey, I'm going to say my truth. Because a lot of what I say it's because of what I've experienced. It's because as an empowerment coach who works with Latina women, I know what you guys tell me, right? So I understand. Believe me, I understand. So I have to keep it real because when we try to beat around the bush and we try to sugarcoat things, we never get to the root of what's really going on. So how do you step into your authority? You have to really come to terms with the fact that at some point, you're going to have to embark on this journey called forgiveness. Forgiving people even when they don't deserve it. Forgiving yourself for things that you've gone through. Not living in regret anymore. Because when you don't forgive yourself for the things that you've gone through, then you're living in regret. Then you're saying stuff like, man, if only I should have done this. If only this happened. If only I hadn't done that. If only I hadn't met that guy. If only, if only, if only, if only, if only. Or what if, what if, what if? When I use what if, I use what if in a positive way. Like, instead of what if I fail, I'm like, what if I actually do the thing that's on my heart, even if I'm scared and something amazing happens, right? So if only, 
if only I had gone to school, if only I hadn't married that guy, if only I hadn't cheated, like if only, if only I didn't have all these baby daddies, if only. So what is it with forgiveness? What's the deal with that? Ooh, some people think that it's a bad word. Forgiveness? What? Girl, especially if you grew up rough, you grew up in the hood, you grew up in dysfunction. Listen, I'm going to be very honest with you. Forgiveness is not something that has come naturally to me. It is not in my nature to be a forgiving person. And even though I am a woman of faith, I am a Jesus follower, Oh, that has been a big struggle in my life. But I've learned to forgive. One, I've seen my husband, like he's been through a lot in his own life, right? That's not my story to tell, but he's very forgiving. You know, someone will, you know, someone has forgiven you when they don't bring stuff up anymore. So I've watched that like 14 years I've been with him, right? Almost 14 years. I've watched that and I really admire that because he's been through a lot. And I'm like, man, I'd be all kinds of mad if I were you, right? (laughs) Say something, be mad, right? The Latina in me is like trying to make him, you know, he's, he's Irish. So, I mean, he's not, he's a little bit calmer than I am, but you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. So when I think of forgiveness, because when you grow up in the hood, you grow up rough and correct me if I'm wrong, right? It's it's just what I've seen, right? What I know from my own life. It's almost like forgiveness is a weak thing. If you forgive, you're weak. If you forgive, you're weak. And there was actually an episode that I did with Erica Bohannon. Hey, girl, if you're listening, <laughs> we talked about forgiveness. We talked about faith. You know, she told her story about having been abused and Man, it was a powerful episode, right? So her and I kind of connected because of that. Like, you know, talking about how in our communities, why is this looked at like as a weak thing if you forgive? What happens when you don't forgive, though? You become bitter. You become resentful. But forgiveness, see, here's the thing. Forgiveness is powerful. Forgiveness is not a weakness. Because you forgive someone doesn't mean that they got to be your best friend, that they got to be your homegirl or homeboy again. That doesn't mean that. Forgiveness doesn't mean that because someone abused you, you're going to let them hang out with you and have pizza with you. No, no, no. Because we still need boundaries. Forgiveness is powerful. Forgiveness releases you from the attachment that you have to that person. Forgiveness allows you the freedom to let go and truly be who you were created to be without the residue, without the burden of what happens. That is what forgiveness does. It's powerful. Forgiveness, when it comes to forgiving yourself, allows you to confront. If it's a mistake, right? If it's something that happened, maybe, girl, I don't know. Look, I'm just going to be real, okay? Maybe you had an affair. Maybe you had an affair. And if you did, girl, please don't be ashamed. This is not the space to be ashamed. And I'll just be real honest because I'm not a person that holds a lot of stuff back because of what God has called me to do, 
sure, I keep things, some things very private to myself because it's weird. As I've gotten older, I'm more reserved, but I'm also extroverted, right? It just kind of depends. I had an affair and I'm not talking about it like, oh yeah, I'm a player, you know, <laughs> like back in the day, player card. I'm not even saying it like that. And and why am I saying it? Because on the old podcast, I talked about that. So even that, even when when that happens, there's healing that has to happen. And you have to forgive yourself for the things that you do that maybe aren't okay with you, that maybe hurt others. Because sometimes because we've been hurt, we hurt others too. And so what does forgiving yourself look like? The first thing it looks like confronting those things, getting real with yourself. Like, girl, remember that thing that happened? Yeah, it's time It's time to confront that. What? And by confronting it, I mean really diving into like what happened. What was I feeling? How did I feel when this happened? What what were the consequences of this? Or how did I feel after? Who was I before? Because when we are holding on to like our own mistakes and we haven't forgiven ourselves, man, it is so hard to, it's almost like you lose yourself because you're so focused on that pain of what happened either way whether it means that you're going to forgive someone or forgive yourself and and that takes time but what else right forgiving your mistakes right trauma listen trauma is real you guys trauma is so real and you know what i really get upset about is when i hear people say just get over it why are you even talking about that still? Why are you bringing that up still? Why don't you just let that go? Oh, here we go again with the same old story. Trauma is real, you guys. And sometimes the trauma we've experienced was not because, you know, we did something. Right, Because you know you can do something and it could be traumatic. But some of us have childhood trauma that goes so deep, so deep. And even when you try to move on, either a wound opens back up that you didn't even know was still there or the residue. You know how I was talking about stepping on the glass, (laughs) the little glass gets in your foot. What happens? You're bleeding. It's stuck in there and it's hurting. And let me tell you, there's childhood trauma that you need therapy for. There is childhood trauma that you are going to have to see a therapist for. And you're going to have to get uncomfortable. Because let me say, shopping for a therapist, is like shopping. And finding a therapist is like dating. Like, do I like you? Do I click with you? Do you accept me? Are you going to judge me? It's a whole thing. Okay. I always recommend finding a therapist that can specifically talk to you about what you've gone through and hear you. And there's nothing better than talking to someone who cannot go behind your back and tell that person what you said, because there is a confidentiality agreement, right? 
you can do coaching as well, sure. But as coaches, we are not supposed to diagnose people or give them advice. We are simply using a tool, which is coaching, to help you connect the dots to where you want to go, strategize, brainstorm, really help you see the best in yourself. And when you confront, well, not confront, I don't want to say confront the trauma, but when you accept that there is trauma, it's there's freedom. It hurts. It hurts. It's like, it's like taking off a Band-Aid. It's like getting to the wound. And it hurts, guys. I'll be real. But trauma's real. So when people say get over it, oh, why are you still talking about that? It's not fair, but it's also where you have to come to terms with the fact that they're not understanding. And you have to be okay with the fact that they don't understand. Because sometimes you don't know what things feel like or can even imagine what's when something really painful happens or traumatic unless you've experienced it. And sometimes when we go through traumatic things, we we feel like, oh my God, I don't want people to know. And that's fine. You never have to tell people what you're going through. But you should at least have one person that you can, you know, take a load off with, if you will. Like the last therapist that I had. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I used to walk in there and be like, I don't have nothing to talk about today. And it it was so I don't know if it was like um, something that I did because maybe I always did this and I didn't realize it. But I always made small talk, even though I said I don't have nothing to talk about. I made small talk. And then I always left crying. There was always something that I, I didn't even realize I needed to say, right? And so I would tell my therapist, like, I don't have anything to talk about today. And I, I just need to talk to you. Like, I just need to say what I need to say and go on with my day. Go on with my evening. And it felt so good just to be able to say what I had to say. So when someone creates a safe space for you, receive that and allow yourself to be able to finally release it, to finally talk about the trauma. Because sometimes it just takes talking about it. Other times it takes a lot of crying. And how else, right? I'm talking about how do you step into your authority? Letting go. Now, I just said, I don't like when people say, why are you still talking about that? Let it go, blah, 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 blah. But let me tell you something. When you have really began to really talk about the trauma and work through the trauma, it is so freeing when you're able to let go. So it's not that you're like, yeah, I'm just going to let it go and forget about it. It's that you're finally able to come to terms with what happened and let it go. And the residue is gone. And I want to share something with you guys, okay? You're probably going to hear my book. There is a book called It Didn't Start With You that talks about family trauma. Now, this episode's not about trauma. This episode is about, hey, it's season three. What are we talking about, right? 
So let me just read this to you because I found this so interesting and I'm just kind of taking parts of it, but it's talking about cellular biology. No, I'm not a scientist. No, I'm not into science, but I'm fascinated by it. Okay. So scientists originally believed that our parents' genes forged the blueprint from which we were created and that with just the right amount of guidance and nutrition, we would develop seamlessly according to plan. We now know that our genetic blueprint is merely the starting point as influences from the environment from as early as conception begin to shape us emotionally, psychologically, and biologically. And this shaping continues throughout our lives. Okay, so now it says, so they're talking about this uh, like pioneer of biology. Um, and it says, according to Lipton, listen to this, the mother's emotions such as fear, anger, love, hope, among others, can biochemically alter the genetic expression of her offspring. During pregnancy, nutrients in the mother's blood nourish the fetus through the wall of the placenta. With the nutrients, she also releases a host of hormones and information signals generated by the emotions she experiences. These chemical signals activate specific receptor proteins in the cells, triggering a cascade of physiologic, metabolic, and behavioral changes in the mother's body as well in the, as in the fetus. Now, if you continue to read, okay, there's a place here that says that stress hormones, and you got, if you're a mom, you know this, you know about the placenta and how, you know, we share blood and oxygen with the baby in the womb. You guys know that. But here's, here's what it says, that when stress hormones cross the human placenta, they cause fetal blood vessels to be more constricted, sending more blood, right? <clears throat> Preparing the fetus for a fight or flight behavioral response. In that sense, a child who experiences a stressful in utero environment can become reactive in a simu similarly stressful situation. Wow. I hope I didn't bore you, okay? <laughs> so this book is about trauma. But if you really look at it, we store trauma in our bodies. We store it inside of our bodies. We react a certain way for certain reasons. And I just found this so fascinating because it just goes to show you that sometimes we're carrying trauma that one, we didn't even know was there. And two, we don't, we don't even know how it got there. So trauma's real, you guys. Now, what else? <laughs> what else? On season three, we're really going to talk about not operating from victimhood, right? Really beginning to let go through inner healing, not showing up as a wounded girl, because sometimes we got some wounds that haven't healed and we're showing up as that wounded girl. And I've done it. How do you show up as you know, a strong, authoritative Latina. And I don't mean bossy, arrogant. I just mean the expert of your life, the, the authority, right? The mujer in authority over her life. 
not giving in to fear, accepting every part of who you are. These are some of the things we're going to talk about this season. Understanding who you were and who you're not anymore. And you know what happens when you step into your authority? You really find your voice. You find that boldness that you had inside of you all along. So listen, season three is going to be powerful. And I'm hoping and praying that some really powerful mujeres come on this season to share their stories, to share some inspiration, to really light the fire inside of you. Like maybe you feel like you've lost your spark, that fire to really reignite that in you. So mujer, it's going to be a good season. I, I know it. I feel it. I cannot wait. Thank you so much for your patience this month as I, you know, took some time to step back a little bit. Now, let me just remind you, if you have been following me on Instagram, if you're not following me, girl, what you waiting for? The Fearless Mujer Podcast is the handle. Go follow me. Go send me a DM. Um, I have a scholarship left. Listen, if you're ready to really just focus on yourself, your inner healing, really focus on your boundaries and your goals and whatever you've been dreaming about, really reconnecting with the mujer that you are, lighting, reigniting that fire that spark in you. If you're ready for uninterrupted time to focus on you, I'm inviting you to four months of uninterrupted time to focus on you. And I have a scholarship left. Yes, I have one scholarship available and it's yours if you want it. You just got to claim it. You just got to send me a DM on Instagram and say, Mikaela, tell me more about this coaching scholarship that you have. Now, the scholarship is 60% off the full tuition of my one-on-one coaching program. Um, 60% off. It's yours if you want it. DM me. If you're not on social media, you can go to fearlessmohead.com, click on contact or go to fearlessmohead.com forward slash contact. Send me a message and just say, hey, Micaela, I want to know more about coaching. I want to focus on myself. So I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up. And hey, I can't wait to see you at Cafecito Night. Share cafecito night with your amigas because together we are even more powerful and don't forget to share this episode with your amigas hey god bless you i'll see you soon hey girl wasn't that episode so empowering and inspiring hey do me a favor share this episode with the women in your life because something powerful happens when we lift each other up you can share this episode with your amigas by texting them the link posting it on social and you can also tag me in your stories on ig at the fearless mujer podcast i'll make sure to give you a shout out and hey, if you haven't left a review for the Fearless Mohead podcast and you have Apple, go ahead and leave me a review. Let me know that you're loving this podcast. All right, girl. God bless.